The deep state is robbing you blind as we speak, and it's about to get a whole lot worse. Stay tuned and I'll tell you more. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Deep State. I'm your host, Alex Newman. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're going to thenewamerican.com regularly to check for updates. If you're not subscribed to the magazine yet, you should be because the totalitarian fascists running the social media companies hate us, and you probably won't be able to find us there for too much longer. So go sign up on our Rumble and all those other things so you can keep up with our programming. Uh, I want to talk to you today about the deep state robbing you. And yes, they are robbing you. They won't call it that. They'll call it inflation and maybe hyperinflation. But folks, when you blow through the rhetoric and the smoke and mirrors, all it is is robbery. They are literally stealing from you. The money that you worked hard to save, the money that you woke up early, went to work, ran your business, did your job, whatever it was, you stored a little bit of money away in your safe, you put a little bit of money under your mattress or your sock drawer, all of that is being stolen. All of it is being uh, sucked out of you. Um, this is thievery. Uh, the, the money printing that, is, that has been going on for more than a century now is just uh, accelerating, it, uh, and it's going to lead to an absolute catastrophe. Now, the value is not disappearing, right? Uh, the value is just being transferred from the poor and the middle class to the elites, to the bankers, to the mega wealthy. And you see this. You, you see the surging inequality that we have in America. And, and I know that sounds like a leftist talking point, but it's true. They just misdiagnosed the problem. The reason we have the surging inequality is not because of free markets. In fact, it's just the opposite. It's because the banking cartel that operates the Federal Reserve System is stealing your wealth. They have turned you into a slave. Now, let's start with the money printing. You know, they've been printing money uh, forever. I mean, they, they, they've literally now sucked about 95 to 98% of the value out of a dollar from the time the Federal Reserve was born. And that process has, of course, accelerated ever since the U.S. dollar was formally taken off the gold standard with that final link being severed uh, in 19. 71 under Richard Nixon. So most of the money that they stole using their money printing, their inflationary pressures, went to their cronies and the elites. And then they put in a little bit of bribe there so that the people would be okay with passing these monstrosities. And that's what happened. Now the piper is going to have to be paid. And this is going to end up uh, cat cat catastrophic for the value of the U.S. dollar and for the average American. Uh, but there may be an interesting thing that happens before then. Right now, the Federal Reserve is saying they're going to be raising interest rates. They're talking about multiple interest rate increases over the coming year. And the economy is in such bad shape. They won't tell you this. They just lie. But the economy is in such bad shape. It's so unstable. There's a real chance that when they start raising interest rates, even a little bit, uh, the stock market will collapse. The real estate market will collapse. You know, you're sitting on your house thinking, oh, my house is worth half a million dollars. I've got $300,000 in equity. And wasn't worth that much two years ago. No, and it's probably not worth that much now. Uh, that's what happens when they print a bunch of money. It goes into creating bubbles. And um, if and when they raise interest rates, which right now they claim they're going to do, uh, that may produce a catastrophic explosion in all of these bubbles, in the stocks, in the real estate, and in other asset classes. So we may see, at least in the very short term, uh, a deflationary period when it comes to things like real estate and stocks. But ultimately, you can take this to the bank, and I don't know when it's coming. You know, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not in on the deep state meetings, and I don't get to sit in on the Federal Reserve Board of Governor meetings. But uh, at some point, we are going to see uh, a 
catastrophe when it comes to the U.S. dollar that I think may be almost unprecedented. And, and people hear that and they say, well, that's crazy, right? Zimbabwe, they were going through millions percent a year inflation. And if you look, you know, Zimbabwe, I, I've got a whole bunch of them at home, hundreds of trillions of dollars. I literally have hundred trillion dollar bills from Zimbabwe. Uh, Zimbabwe at, at one point was no longer able to buy the paper to print the crazy amounts of money they were printing. And so how could something like that happen here? Well, America's in an even worse position because there's a, a unique situation that the U.S. dollar has and no other currency has. The U.S. dollar uh, has been considered the global reserve currency uh, actually since the end of, of World War II. Now, after World War II, at least on paper, the U.S. dollar was still technically redeemable in gold, not for average citizens, right? They actually banned gold ownership uh, for citizens. Uh, they actually did it with an executive order, believe it or not. Um, and so a citizen could not go and trade their dollars in for gold, but foreign governments were allowed to. And so the thinking was every currency can be traded into U.S. dollars. The U.S. dollar is backed by gold. Therefore, the global monetary system is gold-based. Well, in 1971, uh, once it became obvious to the French and everybody else that the U.S. government did not have nearly enough gold to pay back all the crazy amounts of dollars that they had flooded into the world, then that system was scrapped. Uh, Richard Nixon took off the uh, the gold backing for the dollar. And from that time on, we've had a global fiat monetary system with the U.S. dollar, a fiat currency, completely fiat. It has value by decree, in other words, serving as the global reserve currency. Now, that worked nice for the United States for a while. Uh, we were able to export the inflation, right? The lunatics could print money like it was going out of style. And hey, that's okay, because every government in the world, every central bank in the world, there's a, there's a built-in structural demand for U.S. dollars that's not going anywhere because all the oil transactions in the world were being settled in dollars, all the big business transactions, uh, all the central banks of the world had to have dollars in their reserve portfolio. And so the Federal Reserve could print money and print money and print money, and the rest of the world would absorb it, thereby mitigating some of the inflation. Well, that was nice while it lasted, but at some point, that system is not going to continue anymore. Um, in fact, we already see cracks in the system. We already see the Russians and the Indians and the Iranians and others saying, hey, wh why should we keep using dollars in international trade? Let's just use rubles and rupees and, and Chinese yuan and all the rest of it. Right? And so when that happens, I don't think it's an if, I think it's a when. When that happens, you're going to have... Uh, you know, the, the supply side pressure on the currency, right? Yeah, they're, they're printing money like crazy. They, they've literally flooded the world with trillions of dollars just in the last few years, trillions of dollars that did not exist before. So you've got that pressure, right? If, if you double the supply of currency and yet the supply of goods and services is the same, well, then each dollar is now worth half of what it was before. Okay, very simple math, very basic economics. Now, there's two complications here. On the one hand, there are now less goods and services than before, right? Thanks to COVID, they shut down all kinds of businesses, shut down all kinds of production. They paid people to stay home. They paid farmers to plow their crops under. They paid farmers to kill their animals. So not only is there not the same amount of goods and services as there was before, there are now less goods and services than there were before. There is also more U.S. dollars chasing that smaller amount of goods and services. So you've got that additional pressure. Then when you add in the other complication that the U.S. dollar has been the global reserve currency and that system will come to an end, well, what happens when foreign governments and foreign central banks say we're not going to be using the U.S. dollar anymore in international trade? Well, 
when the U.S. dollar loses its status as the global reserve currency, uh, the demand for dollars is going to absolutely collapse. No longer will the governments and the central banks of the world be a bottomless pit of demand for U.S. dollars. In fact, quite the opposite. They will be trying to unload their dollars as quickly as they possibly can. So what's going to happen? It's going to be a tsunami of dollars coming back to the United States, buying up everything that's not nailed down, real estate, farmland, stocks, businesses, assets of all kinds. What happens then? You've got a exploding supply of U.S. dollars, collapsing demand for U.S. dollars, and a significantly reduced uh, pool of goods and services that those dollars are all chasing. You don't have to be a genius or an economist to figure out where this goes. If you have savings and you're storing them in U.S. dollars, it will be vaporized, to put it uh, mildly. Right? It's going to be absolutely catastrophic for everybody who has U.S. dollars. Now, uh, a lot of people out there are thinking, well, that's okay. I'm just going to buy assets so that as the currency becomes more and more worthless until it's eventually worthless, then at least my assets will increase in value. And that sounds like a good plan until you realize the criminals, the deep state, has already thought about that. They're not going to let you do that. You think they're just going to let you buy gold and buy silver and buy farmland and buy stocks and say, oh, okay, they can keep their wealth. Oh, come on, don't be a fool, right? That's not how the deep state rolls. That's not what they're planning to do. They're actually, as we speak right now, working on... uh, exacerbating the problem, right? Right now, they've got something called a capital gains tax. And so let's just use a a simplistic example. Let's say you buy a gold coin, an ounce gold coin. And let's say that gold coin costs you, I don't know, I think right now it's like $1,800. So let's just say that gold coin costs you $1,800. Well, let's say now that the supply of US dollars in circulation has doubled and the, the supply of goods and services that are available for purchase is still the same. What's going to happen to the value in dollars of that gold coin? Well, now it's double. Now it's $3,600. So did you actually double your money? Did you actually double your wealth? No, right? If you went and sold that gold coin, that $3,600 would buy you exactly the same amount of goods and services as the $1,800 would have bought you back when you bought that gold coin. But now Uncle Sam's going to come in and say, ooh, that's some pretty significant capital gains on that gold coin. You owe us capital gains taxes. And then what happens? You have to pay a big fat tax bill on those completely fraudulent gains, right? Again, your gold did not gain value. Your gold is worth exactly as much as it was before. It just costs twice as many Federal Reserve notes now. So Uncle Sam's going to take a big fat piece of that pie, and that's going to happen on everything. Doesn't matter if it's your stocks, doesn't matter if it's your business, your farmland. It doesn't matter. They're going to say, that's some really nice capital gains right there. We want our cut. So folks, you are about to get robbed and looted in a way that Americans have never experienced before. And we've been experiencing this. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have been robbed and looted for over 100 years now as a result of this fraudulent monetary system. Go go back and watch our episodes on how the Federal Reserve works. Uh, It's really not that complicated once you see through all their smoke and mirrors. Uh, Just translate the, the terms that they use. Quantitative easing is just another fancy way of saying we're robbing you by creating a lot of new dollars. Right? It's all it is. There's no mystery. You don't have to have a PhD in economics to understand any of this stuff. Just quit using their silly terms that are designed to confuse you and mislead you and make you feel like an idiot for asking questions. And just let's start calling stuff what it is. Okay? They're not quantitative easing anything. They're printing money, which has the effect of stealing your hard-earned wealth. It's like making you a slave, right? You go and you work, and 50% or 80% of all the fruits of your labor goes to the government. They don't even ask. They don't even tax. They just take it. 
That's what it is, folks. And eventually, as the U.S. dollar crumbles, as the value of the U.S. dollar is vaporized, they're going to be demanding a solution. People will say, hey, help, what's going on here? This isn't fair. I can't afford groceries anymore. I can't afford anything anymore. I, you know, how, how are we supposed to live? Right? We need help. The government needs to save us. And they've got a plan for that too. Go back and watch the episode we did on the push for a one-world currency. Uh, they are right now grooming the International Monetary Fund to serve as the global central bank, issuing the global currency. They've already got the system in place. They call it special drawing rights, or SDRs. And so as the dollar collapses in its role as the global reserve currency, as the value, the purchasing power of the dollar implodes, we will move, I believe, very rapidly into a new global monetary system, probably with the SDR at the center of it. Now, the SDR is made up of a basket of currencies, the euro, the dollar, the yen, uh, the British pound, uh, the, the Chinese yuan. And um, that's where they're going with this, folks. And again, go back and watch that episode about the move toward a one world currency and recognize that what's going on here with our money is not mysterious. It's not accidental. It's part of a deep state plan to loot the American people, and to loot you. So get involved. Take sensible steps to protect yourself, to protect your wealth, to protect your savings. And and you're, you might be wondering, well, how, how are the billionaires going to deal with this? How are the elites? What about Bill Gates? What about the Rockefeller fortune? What are they going to do? What about George Soros? Right? Oh, well, you know, are they going to give up their wealth too? Of course not. Right? Again, don't be foolish. These people are very smart. They paid the politicians that wrote the tax code. If you think they're going to get caught in this, you are absolutely mistaken. What this is, is an enormous transfer of wealth to the elites. And one of the ways they do this is they hide their money in tax-exempt foundations. So George Soros puts all his billions in a tax-exempt foundation. Bill Gates of hell, he puts all his money in the Gates Foundation, right? That's what they do. And then the foundations own the stocks, the foundations own the yachts, the foundations own the private planes. And then when the stocks quadruple in value, well, hey, they're held by a nonprofit foundation. Nonprofit foundations don't have to pay taxes. So folks, they are three steps ahead of you. Don't be deceived. Don't be a fool. Don't fall for their rhetoric and their games, right? This is not um, a, a, a left-wing issue. We should not let the, the left-wingers claim that this is a problem of free markets. There's nothing free market about giving a private cartel control over our currency and over the credit supply of the United States. And um, we'll do more episodes on the Federal Reserve as we go forward. We've done some in the past. Go back and watch them, folks, because uh, the Federal Reserve is one of the most important institutions that the deep state has to advance its agenda. It is a scam, and it has been a scam from the beginning. And uh, with that, we're out of time, folks. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you'll share this out. You never know, may help somebody to protect their wealth and their savings that they worked hard for their whole life. And it's good to know, right? Knowledge is power. It's not just a cliche, it's true. I'm Alex Newman. This is Behind the Deep State. Thank you all for watching. And until next time, God bless you all. If you enjoyed this video, please make sure to subscribe, hit like, hit that little bell so that you'll be notified whenever we post new videos. And also, please make sure to share this video with your friends. Email is a great way to do it. Remember, there are powerful forces working to steal our freedom and destroy our country. We need to work together, expose those behind the deep state. Otherwise, you can kiss your liberties goodbye.